Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Hey, welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one branding coach for mental health therapists. So in today's episode, we will be talking about how do you find the right business coach? And so the reason why I chose this episode was because I've received a lot of inquiries, um, even from my current coaching clients in terms of how was I able to find the business coaches and mentors that I have had throughout the lifetime of my business in the last few years um, to help me get to the level that I'm at, especially when it comes down to learning how to brand and market my business and how to take my business to the next level. Um, And then, of course, I've also had this conversation in terms of being a good match for mental health professionals for my dope therapist community programs, because I'm a firm believer that as a mental health therapist, you know, we don't go to grad school to learn this information about how to run a business. We don't learn how to brand or market ourselves, but we do know how to observe individuals' behaviors. We do know how to ask questions and we do know how to do a clinical interview. And so I spread the word across my community that if they even want to move to the next level in my programs, that they simply ask questions solely based off of the information that I'm going to share with you today. So um, one of the biggest points that I want to point out before I go into the three tips is that you just want to make sure that you are in alignment with the direction that your business is going and the person who you choose to help you with your business. So tip number one or area number one that you want to focus on to find the right match for a business coach is you want to assess your business goals, okay? If you don't know where you want your business to go, it's going to be very difficult for a authentic and good business coach to help you get there. And so these are some of the areas that I would encourage you to write down, to journal about, to actually see the direction that you want your business to go in. And so the first area under assessing your business and your goals is where are you at right now. And if you take a look at my show, uh, my show notes in my podcast, you will see that I have a private practice quiz. So if you know you want a um, popping, you know, private practice and you want one to grow over time, whether that be part time or full time, you have to do a true assessment of where you are now. And sometimes we don't know how to do that type of assessment simply because again, we don't even know what areas of our business where we are lacking or missing because we don't know anything about business. And so you have to get a clear picture of where you are now. And then you also want to have a clear picture, even though it can change over time, you want to have a picture of where do you want to go? So for example, let's just say if I'm reflecting on when I first started practice, I had no business plan, no blueprint. I had no brand. I had no marketing plan or strategy. I didn't have a team. I didn't have help. I was just going with the flow, which is what I call the floaters. And so um, I had to do a true assessment of where I was once I realized 
realize my business was not growing. And what I'm really saying, if you hear me, is that I didn't even recognize what I was lacking until I started. And so that's another reason why I do what I do in terms of coaching specifically mental health professionals to get their private practice off the ground. Or for most of my clients, they're just like me, in which they had a private practice or they have one already, but they're coming to me because they recognize that they're not growing. They don't know anything about marketing or branding and they can't figure out why they are not charging their value or why they are not attracting people to pay their value and so more many things. And so I help them get an understanding of where they are now and then they have to have an idea at least of where they want to go. And then based off of those two areas, that will then lead to the third which is what do you need to learn? So like I said, when I was kind of just floating in my business and I realized that I started to attract the clients that I love, so that kind of became my brand by default, which were difficult teens, um, I recognized that I wanted my business to grow in terms of me offering family therapy, but I also knew that I could not provide all of those services by myself. And so I recognized that I liked to supervise other clinicians, especially students. I was a college professor for many years. And so um, I thought to myself, well, why don't I hire interns? And I had a few people that approached me that were not licensed and they wanted to see what it was like to work in a private practice. They really liked my energy. And so at least I knew how to like interview people and things like that. However, I didn't know what it meant to find the, the right employee. I didn't know what it meant to actually create an HR system to train employees beyond clinical practice. And so I had to reach out out and one of my first hires was to hire a third party, an HR company that also was doing our payroll at the time to help me understand the things um, that I needed to know in terms of being an employer. Okay. But then as my business grew more, I recognized that, oh, wait, I need to learn how to market better. I need to know how to not just build a website for myself, but also showcase the uh, benefits of receiving therapy from the other therapists in my office and then get their name out there. And then I have to add people on insurance panels and then how do I market that? And so that's when I started going into the branding and marketing coaching for myself. And that's the information that I take to then teach the individuals in my dope therapist community. So this is all under number one, which is assess your business and your goals. Now, area number two, you want to assess the coach's ability to actually solve your problem. And so you just don't want to get a coach simply because you like them. You just don't want to get a coach because they posted about living a particular lifestyle and you're like, oh, I want what they have. Okay, that's great. And that's awesome that you're attracted to the transformation. But can they actually help you with the steps in the in-between before you get to the transformation that ultimately will lead you to the transformation that is similar to what they have? Okay. So some of the areas that you want to look at in terms of can they solve my problem is if they have a social media, these things are free, go to their social media and their social media should be a business page and it should reflect what they teach. And so I know one of my biggest pet peeves on Instagram is that someone will hit me up in my DM and say, do you want to grow your Instagram? And my Instagram is like 18,000 followers or something. And so they'll ask me, do I want to grow my Instagram? But yet their Instagram is like 
one tenth of what my Instagram is in terms of followers, engagement, because you know, you can see the engagement with comments and things, and then they only have up like 10 pictures, and then the 10 pictures don't even represent what they do. And so I'm like, you know, why would I invest my money and my time into a service that you you're saying that you can offer and that you can deliver on the results but I don't even see the results that you have unless you have another Instagram page but don't link me to that Instagram page that doesn't reflect what you do so you can go and check out people's social media following and I will say that followers per se doesn't dictate the success rate but the example that I gave you in terms of growth for Instagram you would think that this person would also have a growth on their Instagram page okay um also you can go and look at people's website whether it's a physical website or um you know what i call landing pages which are just a one pager to explain to you what they do which is perfectly fine because it's a professional page but when you go to their website do you see um that they can solve your problem based off of what they offer So other areas that you can review are resources that they offer. So for example, I tell a lot of clinicians who are interested in my services to also go check out my podcast because again, these are free resources that you can also engage with me on these platforms, leave comments, subscribe to the podcast, but also see how much I know about the particular topic that I'm wanting to teach you and also do I speak to being able to teach other people. Now, as a psychologist, we have the opportunity or just therapist as well. We have the opportunity once we get licensed and if we're equipped um, to supervise other clinicians, we can help the growth of students. And I've recognized that there are two different types of therapists. There are those therapists who actually have the capacity to conduct awesome therapy and see transformation in their clients. But then we have the other side of clinicians who can do therapy well, but that doesn't mean that they can teach other people how to do therapy well. And so you want to make sure that along with you being coachable and teachable, that that person can also teach you and coach you as well okay so you may be able to see what type of content they teach about in their podcast blog posts and if they have videos like on their website on youtube on their social media platforms definitely check out how they deliver their content because odds are if you are not liking their energy based off of what you see or hear on certain platforms or if you have the opportunity to do something like engage with them on a master class where you're able to ask live questions like on a webinar or on what we call discovery calls where we get on a phone call or a Zoom call with a person who's interested in our services for up to 15 to maybe 30 minutes depending on the level of the program and then we get an idea of where you want your business to go and then the goal of that call and or the masterclass if they are offering a product or service after is to show the potential client which would be yourself how we would be a good match and so all of these areas social media, websites, resources like podcasts, blog posts, videos, masterclasses, webinars, discovery calls, all of those are ways that you can assess the coach's ability to solve your problem. Now, the third area is that you simply just want to request information. And I say simply, even though I recognize it's much harder than we think. And so we can, I know that my uh, clients have told me multiple times that they watched me for months and months and months. Some of them 
them have watched me for years and they just did not sign up for anything, even to show up to a free masterclass or webinar that I was offering. And so if you're really ready to put into action what you see with that person and what they can offer you, if you've checked them out in one or more of the ways that I've listed earlier in this podcast, then you want to request information from them. When you request information from them, you want to be prepared to give transparent um, answers in terms of what your goals are in your business. So like when I get on a discovery call with a person, depending on the level of a program, which is usually my one-on-one coaching programs because it's a longer commitment, um, it's usually higher in price point. And so I want to make sure that that person knows exactly what they're signing up for. They know exactly how I'm going to deliver the content via coaching calls, one-on-ones, masterminds in terms of groups of clinicians and other perks of the program. I also want to hear from them. It's just not me to get on a phone call to talk about me. You can read that on my website, but I want to know where do you want to go because it's not just you feeling the energy from me. I need to feel a certain level of energy from you as well because I want to make sure that you're a good matching chemistry for me. Um, And so you want to be able to select a coach that can, of course, help you with your problem. And I'm always for... Um, looking up these free resources and if all else fails you can always reach out to the person and request a discovery call now I will say don't waste the person's time and so if you know that when you showed up to the webinar the program or coaching program was two thousand dollars don't request a discovery call and say well I don't have the funds I can only pay fifty dollars like you've already saw what the program or programs were and if somebody has a library of different resources or a store check those out if you can find them prior and some of the services I know a lot of my coaching programs it doesn't have the price you have to have to and that's why I usually offer the webinars or the master classes because a lot of those will have whatever program is about to open up for enrollment at the end of those master classes. And so I also tell people when you show up to those webinars, never assume that when you receive all of this awesome, valuable, and free information, that I also won't tell you what next steps to take because I also feel like if you show up and you stay on for the 30 minute time frame or the hour time frame, however long the master class is, and then you're like, well, dang, how can I work with you? And then I leave you hanging like, all right, bye. You know, see, you on Instagram, I've never had anyone that gets upset, at least that I know of, of me telling them, oh, okay, this program is open up for enrollment. You have this many days to enroll, etc. Right? And so stay to the end because that's when you're going to learn more in detail than probably what you would have learned online. But back to these discovery calls. The discovery call is not a coaching call. So I've had my share of individuals that have requested a discovery call and then they want me to low-key give them the same information that I would give my coaching clients who've invested their time and their funds to get this information. And so I want to let you know that if you are looking to have a discovery call with me or any coach for that matter, please respect their time and their intellectual process 
property that they're not going to divulge all of this information to you. So for example, I talk a lot about client avatars. I have a lot of podcasts to show you um, in a 15 minute type of way, but to me, a lot of good, valuable content that's free, you know, things that you want to consider when you're looking into identifying your ideal client. But that's also the same topic that I bring up probably on every single webinar because it leads into the products or services that I offer. And so when I have these webinars, I usually get one or two people, not a lot, you know, that ask me like, well, how do I do that? Can you give me the steps of how to do that? And then on the webinar, though, I am very specific and say, if you want the other 95% of how to do this, then you definitely want to sign up for this program. And these are all the things that you're going to learn in this program. But sometimes, you know, um, some people who may want to come to you for therapy, for example, they want everything in the consultation calls. So I want you to look at your consultation calls the same way that coaches and mentors um, treat our discovery calls. Okay. So discovery calls are not coaching calls, but it is a time and place where you have to be fully transparent and honest with yourself to say, where do I want my business to go and how can you help me? And this is where I'm at. Like, can you tell me what you have, you know, and then you may have to think about it. It's an assessment. Think about a discovery call as an assessment, just like you would a consultation call. It's an assessment to ensure a good match. And so sometimes when a client emails you for therapy and says, Hey, I'm interested in therapy. I'm dealing with some anxiety, some panic attacks due to X, Y, and Z marital conflict, you already know that you work well with couples. You already know that you may even work well with individuals who are doing a life transition, maybe out of a relationship. You know you work well with giving people strategies to deal with anxiety. So you can always check those off. But then you also want to have a consultation just to make sure that that person's energy is in alignment with what you have set up for the services. You want to make sure that they're committed, that they're willing to come in at the frequency that you put, you know, um, for their treatment plan. And so think about a discovery call the same way you would do a consultation. Um, and then just some bonus tips, make the decision or to maybe meaning to sign up with that person. Or if you're still not sure, then I would say, Take a low cost product if they have one or service to get your feet wet. And so what some of clinicians have done with me is that from time to time, I will offer some free masterclasses. And then sometimes I'll offer some for like 11 bucks, 25 bucks. And those are a one time deal only, but they're very, very niche down. Those courses that cost you possibly $11 is not going to show you how to build your private practice from scratch all the way up to making six figures. It's going to be specific like you know what's in the business plan for example for $40 um, how do you identify your client avatar for $29 what should be on your psychology today platform for $22 that's very very specific but as far as me going to your psychology today giving you feedback telling you what to say that is not included that is in my higher level programs but the reason I'm bringing the differences up is that some of my clients have actually told me that you know they follow me on Instagram. They, they listen to my podcast. Then they showed up to a free masterclass. Then maybe on that masterclass, I may have offered either a high or low level product. If they're not ready for the high level product, maybe because they're in their own heads for the most part, it's not even that they can't invest in it. I don't like to say the word afford because I feel like if you want something, you will figure out the way to invest in it. And it's a tax write off. So it, it wasn't that it was more of, they wanted to make sure that I was a good match. And so what they chose to do is engage with me, like on social media lives and things like that. Then once they noticed that my energy aligned with their energy, then they were like, okay, I'm ready. 
you know, and some people take a month, some people take a year, but nevertheless, I want to make sure that you know that you've made the right choice. Okay. If your gut is telling you to make the investment and you feel the energy, you feel the sense of alignment, it's probably because this is the the path that you should be taking. Okay. So You know, this is not a mindset uh, activity or episode, but I do just want to address the scarcity mindset and getting out of your comfort zone. In order for you to go to the next level, you have to adopt a new level mindset. You cannot use the same mindset that you've used to obtain $5,000 a month to then push yourself to $10,000 a month to then push yourself to $15,000 and $20,000 a month. You can't use the same mindset to say, I only want to see clients part-time and then adopt that same framework to then say, I want to see clients full-time and get other streams of income. You have to learn new things, Okay. And so odds are you've probably been operating out of your comfort zone, which is equating to your inability to grow in your business. And I want you to really look at it, maybe journal this out. How far has that really gotten you? Okay. Um, now just to give you an idea, because I did mention like low cost versus, um, a higher investment is this is my Ascension model. Ascension model is basically you starting from potentially a low cost or free product or service, and then you moving your way up. Typically when you move your way up, you actually get more access to the person and, or if not for a longer period of time. So I'm going to give you a snippet of my Ascension model. Okay. So the bottom level and think about it as a triangle. Okay. I also can serve and impact more people also because of the way that I'm delivering the content. So if we think about a triangle on the bottom of my Ascension model is um, what you're listening to to me right now, like my podcast, it's free to listen to. I cover a variety of topics as it relates to branding and marketing and mental health business, um, but it can reach the masses. Okay. So I have podcasts, I have social media, and then I have my website. Um, After that, then you move up into my Dope Therapist Academy, which is my private practice academy. That one is very specific. It's not talking about different streams of income, being being a speaker, writing a book, because I also believe that you have to operate in your gift as a mental health therapist. I see a lot of mental health therapists that want to start up their private practice, not really have a brand, no, have no marketing strategies, and then jump over to writing a book just because, honestly, everybody else is writing a book and you just want to be an author real quick. Okay? But my question is, why wouldn't you operate fully in your gift, finish out building your practice because if you've built out a good practice, that means you've built out a good marketing and branding strategy. You also know who your client avatar is and then what would you do with that book? You now can target your book and use the same branding and marketing techniques and simply just replicate your system and then go write your book. And then your book would be geared toward potentially the same client avatar that you built out in your private practice. And then guess what? Now you're being called to have speaking engagements on your book topic because you also do therapy with those clients. Do you see how that works? Do you see why if you listen to me on multiple either podcast episodes or on my social media, this is why I am really paving the way for clinicians to hone in on their skill set for branding and marketing their private practice first. So after you go through the Dope Therapist Academy, if you want to have a private practice, then you will graduate into my Dope Therapist Tribe in which it's then a, um, a opportunity to work with me 
along with a larger community of therapists every single month where we get together and have master classes. And in that program, you also will have the opportunity to earn continuing educational um, units. And I also like this program because I've seen and my clients have seen a significant jump in their results when they can continue implementing the things that they do with the academy. But it's just more of maintenance. And when questions come up, they ask the questions. Okay, but we do go into in that program, like what are the benefits of email marketing? What are the benefits of having a website? So we can branch out a little bit beyond the academy, but I don't want people branching out to those things that they don't even know who they want to serve. And they're not clear about where their business is going. Does that make sense? Um, and then, um, at the top, I have what's called elite coaching. So elite coaching, a lot of people try to jump over like, oh, I want one-on-one coaching, but are you ready for that commitment? My elite coaching is six months. I want individuals, honestly, who've already gotten their feet wet, who have already started their business and they're literally stuck. And when I say business, we go beyond private practice. Now, if they choose to build up their private practice, we can do that as well. But with my clinicians that are in the elite coaching, we also talk about those streams of income, but I literally walk them step by step. So for example, one of my clients wants to have a retreat. Another one of my clients wants to build up a coaching program alongside of her successful private practice. So I will literally personalize a program to deliver to them on coaching calls throughout the month and they work with me for six months. So... Um, I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. In summary, we talked about how do you find a right business coach. I've shared with you my Ascension models, but also just to take into account, um, we talked about how do you assess your business and your goals, meaning where are you at now? Where do you want to go? Where do you What do you want to learn? Um, number two is assessing the coach's ability to solve your problem. So you want to check out the information and resources that they have, and then also um, request information from them and be transparent about where, you, where you're at and where you want to go so that you can make sure that they can tell you how they can help you. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, check out my show notes, see what resources I have for you. I know that some of the resources, and I say some because I tend to add some after I record, but I know one of the resources that I always have is that private practice quiz. The private practice quiz, sorry, that's my son. So the private practice quiz will actually help you assess where your business is at and then it will um, delegate a or give you a recommendation based off your results of what level of the Ascension model in my business coaching program, if you wanted to coach with me, that you should actually be at right now. Okay, and literally it will tell you out of those three levels based off your results where you should start. Okay, it's not where you would finish, but it's just where, based off where you are, where you should start. So um, share this mental health uh, podcast episode for branding and marketing with other mental health professionals. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, please subscribe to the podcast channel on iTunes and also leave me comments. Please note that when you leave me comments and when you subscribe, I greatly appreciate it because that tells me that you're engaged and that you really like the information and that also helps me produce more information. In your comments, if you want to go that extra mile or on social media, you can snapshot a picture of this episode, leave me your biggest takeaway and also let me know what other things you want to learn about in mental health, branding and marketing your business. And you never know, I may showcase you in a new episode coming up and um, give you a shout out, but also be able to answer your question in depth on a podcast episode. So I really enjoyed your time today. And until the next episode, I will talk to you soon. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 